you know, like it's, it's, it's been really challenging for me because I, I have such a, a love for the loss and such a love for the people that, that don't know him. And I'm not a typical, like, just staying in the little church bubble guy. Like, I, I really feel with my music and that's why songs like Not Alone or We're the Ones Who Love or Mountains are reaching outside the four walls of the church because I really felt like it's so important that we who have faith and we who are believers are, are not staying in our bubble, but that we actually reach out to those um, who are yet to be found. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 125 of the Between You and Me podcast. This is a place where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal and change us in the church. My name is Jessica Morris. I am a music journalist based in Australia, if you couldn't pick it from my accent. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at JesusWired.com, your number one source for Christian music news reviews and interviews, especially for independent artists. Always go there for that. Now, today is a very special day. I know I always say that. I mean, every interview is special, right? But when I was starting this podcast three years ago, nearly four now, wow, there was a list of, of musicians sort of in the Christian music industry and adjacent to it that I wanted to speak to because they had a really interesting background or a perspective. Jonas Myron was one of those musicians because this prolific Grammy award-winning songwriter wrote songs for Christian bands and for secular bands. I'm talking like Celine Dion and Nicole Scherzinger from Pussycat Dolls while also writing for Lauren Daigle and Hillsong. In my mind, those things can't coexist, but they do. They do, and they coexist in Jonas Myron. That's what God has, I would say, called him to. A while back, Jonas decided to release solo music, um, but he sort of re-emerged, decided to try again in 2020 to coincide with the pandemic as it would be. And this year, he's released the single Mountains. To go with that is a whole lot of press. And I was so, so happy when our friend Christina Garvin uh, from Sundara PR reached out to me um, and said, hey, would you like to interview him? Um, I'm giving Christina a shout out because we love her. Uh, And I was blown away. I was like, how how did this happen? Um, So... I'm really excited to speak to Jonas. He is a really down-to-earth, um, get-over-the-starstruck part of it, and he's a good guy. Um, now, you're about to hear the bio and then the interview, but I do want to clarify something before we get into this. Jonas was, oh, my gosh, I can't even remember where he was when we talked about this. He was on some global tour, and it was like nearly 9 p.m. his time. He was somewhere in uh, Southern America. He was somewhere in South South America and uh, he made time to chat with me. Now, when we finally caught up, we spoke off the record for a good 20 to 30 minutes purely because we were just having a conversation. He just introduced himself. We found out I was Australian. We talked about coffee. We talked about the Australian music industry. I found out he's He's co-written with some of my favourite Australian artists. Um, And then we got about 20 or 30 minutes in and it was like, do you have to go to dinner? Because we should probably record something. (laughs) Um, And that's not to, that's not to gloat. That's just say, Jonas is just, he was so approachable. 
He was so approachable, um, generally seemed interested in my life, uh, and he had some fascinating insights. It was really, really cool to hear his story. Um, but what you're about to hear is our chat about who he is, what he has to offer the world, and his single mountains. Uh, we also talk a little bit about, you know, what, what does it look like to be a Christian in Los Angeles and to, to work and co-collaborate in spaces where not the people you're across from aren't necessarily Christians. Um, it's a fascinating interview and I really hope you enjoy it. Now, through this, you will be hearing tracks, his, his written, recorded, performed tracks, so you get to hear his voice. This guy is great at hooks. These songs have been stuck in my head the last few days. Um, so I hope you really enjoy it. Now, for new friends of the show, you're about to hear a short bio. It's a who, what, when, where, why of Jonas Myron. So you get a background on what this guy has accomplished and, and where he's come from. Then we're going to get straight into it and you'll hear some of his music to coincide with our interview. So you get the full picture of who this guy really is. I will see, I will see you at the end of this show for a quick wrap up. And until then, enjoy. This is Jonas Myron. What do Andrea Bocelli, Adina Menzel, Lauren Daigle, Jessica Simpson and Nicole Scherzinger all have in common? Well, they've worked with Swedish singer-songwriter Jonas Myron, a name you can't miss once you enter the Christian music industry. This Grammy award-winning songwriter and musician in his own right has made his mark behind the scenes in the music industry since 2012, securing him as one of the most trusted and prolific songwriters and collaborators in both the secular and Christian music industries. Now, time to wrap up Jonah's career in five minutes is impossible. Even listing his accomplishments would take longer. Does anyone have two hours? But to get to the heart of this man and his ministry, it's best we start at the beginning. Born in a small town in Sweden, to what he would term hippie parents, he knew God from a young age and their model of global mission and ministry was second nature to him. He took to songwriting from the age of 11 after he had already learned to play piano and his love for music and God grew. At 17, Jonas moved across the globe to London where he studied at a creative arts college. This was the foundation of his longevity in the music industry. On one hand, he became peers and friends with Natasha Bedingfield, better known for her hit track Unwritten, and their collaborations would extend to this day. Now, while Jonas didn't co-write that hit, their latest collaboration together in this featured in the film The Jungle Beat in 2020. Pretty cool. Back to when Jonas was 17, because around this time, he also wrote songs for bands including, get this, Jorn, as in Abba's Jorn, who was part of the band Peter, Jorn and John. It was during this period that Jonas also became better known in Christian music. He became part of Hillsong Church London and has co-written multiple songs for them over the years. His work first appeared on the 2002 album Shout God's Fame, where he co-wrote the title track I Will Go and also where he co-wrote the title track I Will Go with Natasha Bedingfield and actually more songwriters that same year. In a twist, Jonas also appeared in Sophie Ellis-Bexter's video for Get Over You. Now, if you don't remember Sophie Ellis-Bexter, She's the one who sang Murder on the Dance Floor. It was all the rage when I was 12. And if that doesn't excite you, you were clearly not born in the 90s or late 80s. But it was a big deal. And in 2004 and 2005, Jonas co-wrote with Marty Sampson, formerly of Hillsong Music, and he helped pen tracks for Marty's solo work. Now, 2007 was a big year in Jonas' career. That rhymes unintentionally. 
You see, his work steeped him as a young but important stalwart in Christian music. He co-wrote the song Yours for Stephen Curtis Chapman in the album In This Moment, and subsequently the song spent 26 weeks on the Hot Christian Songs charts. The song also won Song of the Year at the BMI Awards. Jonas also co-wrote the song Christmas Angels for Michael W. Smith. And if you're keeping track, this means that all before the age of 30, Jonas has already written for a member of ABBA, Hillsong, the then biggest Christian band in the world, and he's written for Smithy and SCC. That's mind-boggling. But it was just getting started because in 2009, Jonas co-wrote with Matt Redman. Yes, that Matt Redman. In fact, Jonas co-wrote seven tracks on Redman's album, We Shall Not Be Shaken. And the following year, he and Redman co-wrote the global hit, Our God, with Chris Tomlin. Yes, that Chris Tomlin. And and Jono's expertise in music was etched in Christian music stone, if such a thing exists. He received a Grammy nomination as well as Dove and Billboard Awards. Now to date, the song Our God has nearly 400 million streams. And yes, I definitely sang that at church. Now it's important to note that Jonas continued to write for the wider music industry in this time too. His songs were sung by Ola, Anna Abre, Harry Brooks Jr. and Christian Chavez. And in 2010, he co-wrote three tracks with his friend Natasha Bedingfield for her album Strip Me. Their song Little Too Much was featured on the soundtrack for the Kate Hudson flick Something Borrowed. Fans of Japanese anime will also be interested to know that Jonas wrote the song Period, the theme song for the series Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which was performed by the band Chemistry. It reached number 12 on the Oricon charts, which I didn't even know existed. Now, come 2011, and Jonas continues his prolific collaboration with Christian musicians Matt Redman, Chris Tomlin, and Jason Ingram. They pen no less than 10 tracks for Redman's album, 10,000 Reasons. And yes, Jonas co-wrote 10,000 Reasons, which earned him a Grammy. This also earned him multiple Dove Awards and a Billboard Award. Now, at this point in his career, Jonas had done everything right except release his own music. And after signing with EMI Records, his debut single, The Day of the Battle, came out in June 2012. It went gold in Germany and made the top 40 on the German radio. He also performed the songs during the Brandenburg Gate New Year's Eve celebrations, which is apparently a very big deal, although I wouldn't know because I'm Australian and I've never been to Germany. Now, Jonas was a hit there, which is amazing. And he also released an EP, Dreams Plan Everything, including the songs Astronaut and Man on a Wire. However, he soon went back to his more prolific co-writes and focused on that. In 2012, he co-wrote the title track for Hillsong's album Cornerstone, and he also wrote a track for Passion's White Flag album. And he also made his mark in the Japanese music industry again when his track One and Only, which was co-written with Paul Vint for the duo Tozitsuki, went number one in the country. I hope I said that right. I apologise if I didn't. Now, in 2013 and 14, he had multiple co-writes with Ruben Morgan for Hillsong's album Glorious Ruins. He had multiple Matt Redman projects and he also co-wrote with Martin Smith of Delirious. Jonas co-wrote iconic songs like Broken Vessels, Amazing Grace and Calvary with Nautea Goldcroger, Brock Ligerwood, Joel Houston, just any Hillsong person and the like for their album No Other Name where they lit up Times Square. Do you remember that? Plus Jonas co-writes were also included on projects by Chris Tomlin and Passion. 2015 saw much of the same, all amazing triumphs in their own right, but who has time to list them? But notably, he also signed a global publishing deal this year with Universal Music Group and Capital CMD Publishing. And somewhere in this era, he also moved to Los Angeles. 
Now, in 2016, Jonas co-wrote with an upcoming musician called Lauren Daigle, and their track Loyal was featured on her debut album. I love that song. It's so good. Co-writes with Brian and Katie Torwaltz, Kim Walker-Smith and more also resulted in multiple tracks performed by Tasha Cobbs Leonard for her Heart Passion Pursuit album, as well as continuous releases by Matt Redman, and he also helped pin the song Misfit Anthem for Social Club Misfits. Around the same time, he co-wrote with Hillsong Young and Freeze Aiden King for their Three album. He also co-wrote the song Great Things for Phil Wickham. In 2017, he also wrote and sang Sadness Who's Laughing Now for the film Rough Night. How are we going, folks? Because there's a lot here. But the thing is, there's a few more points that you need to know before we meet Jonas Myron officially. Because if God was faithful to him in the first 13 years of his career, God was prolific to Jonas in the last six years. You see, in 2018, Jonas began working with Barbara Streisand, that Barbara Streisand, and he co-wrote and produced tracks for her record, Walls. This album peaked at number six on the Billboard charts and was named one of Rolling Stone's best pop albums of the year. It also earned him a Grammy nomination. Now, he also worked with Andrea Bocelli, yes I know, and their song Gloria, The Gift of Life was on the album C. He's the first classical album to reach number one on the US Billboard 200, and it also picked at number one in the UK. The song was also in the film Fatima. Now, the following year, it gets even more wild. He had co-writes with Ardina Menzel, who was best known for her role on Wicked and Frozen, performances with Patti LaBelle, Desmond Child and Jordan Smith. He collaborated with Nicole Scherzinger, formerly of the Pussycat Dolls, and this actually resulted in the track Victorious that they performed together at the Special Olympics World Games in Abu Dhabi. Also, he co-wrote the song Play Me Like a Love Song, which was recorded by none other than, get this, Celine Dion. How does that even happen? Now, in 2020, Jonas began releasing his own work again, written and sung by him. His song, Not Alone, came out on Capital Music Group, and he later released a version with the Stockholm Symphony, which is gorgeous and which you'll hear through this interview. That same year, Jonas co-wrote the song No Fear for Kerry Job's wonderful album, The Blessing Live, and he produced and sang a duet of the song At This Table with Idina Menzel. They performed together live at the Christmas from the USA holiday Christmas special. In 2021, Jonas released the timely For The Ones We Love, coinciding with the latter part of the COVID-19 pandemic. A version of this with the Stockholm Symphony followed, as well as a Spanish version. In addition, he released a remix EP, of that song. All of this with no album, just to be clear. And all up, his two singles have had more than 9 million streams globally. His track, Just a Breath Away Noel, was also released for the film Three Wise Men last December. Now, in 2022, Jonas has released more music. In July, he dropped the single Mountains, a call to courage and a reminder of God's faithfulness when we have faith as small as a mustard seed. I spoke to Jonas about finding the courage to release his own music after years writing for other people. And we talked about what it means to be a light for Jesus in the darkness and despair of 2022. Jonas was so genuine, so authentic, um, really kind. And I'm really excited for you to meet him and hear his story. My friends, welcome Jonas Myron to the Between You and Me family. Jonas Myron, for people who haven't met you personally or only know your music through other artists, who are you in your own words? Oh, wow. Well, first of all, hi, Jess. So happy to be with you guys today. Like Australia is one of my favorite countries in the world. So just hearing your accent is kind of making me like smile over here. 
because <laughs> it makes me it just makes me feel like I'm with family and right. it makes me feel really happy. So I'm Jonas uh, in Sweden. We say Jonas. Uh, and uh, I grew up in a small town called Örebro, and I moved to London, actually, when I was 17. And uh, now I live in Los Angeles, and I'm a singer-songwriter, and I've written, yeah, songs for a bunch of artists uh, yeah. and worship leaders throughout the years, and uh, releasing my new music. That's kind of yeah. who I am. That was a very nice and also a very simple wrap-up because I read it through your press release, which mm-hmm. your your agent obviously would have written, and um, your resume is very impressive, I would say. I know for you this is just like your ministry and your work and what you do, but your resume is uh-huh. very impressive by worldly standards. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I What I'm really curious about is that I know you've written songs for people all over the world, some who are, like, really well-known and others who are less well-known. Mm-hmm. But since 2020, you sort of started releasing your own music under your name. What is it like releasing songs you've written that you've sung to the world? Wow. You know what? To be really honest, it's been terrifying. <laughs> like, it's been... It's been, honestly, yes, it's been like the craziest, like I feel like stepping out of of this place of like hiding behind other people, which I realized was a comfort zone for me. Mm-hmm. I realized like me writing the songs for like other people was just me taking the easy road. Me going like, okay, wow. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to give them these songs because it's too scary to share my heart. It's too scary to step out. Also because I never felt the need I never I was like, ah, I don't need, like, I never had a need of the Instagram likes or the spotlight or the stage or the red carpet. I actually find it exhausting, to be honest. It's, I'm just raised by, like, two hippie parents who were amazing and just, like, really encouraged me in who I am and in God. And just, I always felt so secure. I'm like, I never needed the spotlight. So being a songwriter was an easy way for me to just, like, hide it was just like, okay, I can just write songs for others and I don't need to like, like go and like be super real and vulnerable and, and show who I, show my heart, you know? And then it was two years ago, COVID had just kicked in and I felt the Lord, the Lord was like, Jonas, like here are some songs that you need to release that's going to bring healing and that you need to like put onto the world, not just the church, but the world. And it was a huge, like, battle inside of me, Just Like, I felt like, no, no. I, I just, no, I don't want to do it. And it was, like, every day. It was, like, boom, 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 boom. And um, I put out in August of 2020, in the middle of COVID, my first single, as Jonas Myron, and it was not alone. And, and I felt like I'm, I'm just doing it as, as an offering. I felt like this is me stepping out with my own voice, not hiding behind Barbara Streisand or Andrea Bocelli or Chris Tomlin or Matt Redman or Lauren Daigle. It's like, no, I'm literally going to do this with my voice. And we put it out and um, it went around the world. Yes. I mean, it, it went, it was crazy, Jess. I mean, we went into like the top five charts in so many countries around the world with my first single. And yeah. honestly, it's not because I'm so great because there's so many great artists. It was just honestly, I think, because it was a, a step of obedience and it was a step of going lord i trust you and i'm going to follow what you have for my life and uh here we are uh almost two years later and and it's been it's been 
terrifying but beautiful. You're not alone, you're not alone. Even when you're sinking like a stone, you're not alone. We're standing on the corners of the road, you're not alone. I never let you go. But let's go crashing down like fireworks that never hit the ground. I won't put out the flame. Some things you never throw away. It makes no difference. I promise to break this silence to let you know. You're not alone. You're not alone. Even when you're sinking like a stone, you're not alone. Standing on the corners of the road, you're not alone. I never let you go. Oh oh, so carry on, just carry on. I will trade your shadows for the sun. Just carry on. It doesn't matter what it takes. I never let you go. You will not. I love that God so overtly blessed your obedience mm-hmm. and really affirms that like your story and your song and your voice were like yeah. just as important and just as powerful in his hands as what you've yeah. given to other people. I think that's so cool. Thank you, Jess. And honestly, I, I just want to encourage people out there and for you, anyone, for you who's listening to our chat today, like you have a voice, like don't hide your light. Like your light needs to shine. Don't hide your colors, like who you are, who God made you. Like go and shine. Don't hold back, you know, because there's only one you in the world. Mm-hmm. There's only one Jess, you know, and, and Jess Morris is doing awesome because you are actually stepping out and you're sharing your light. But I think there's a lot of people out there who are holding back because they feel like, oh no, who am I? I don't have the, the platform or I don't have the Instagram followers or I don't have this or the Actually, it's not about that. It's actually, what it's about is saying, Lord, like this is in Samuel, here am I. Use me. Here am I. In light of that, can you tell me about Mountains and why you chose to release this single now in 2022? Yeah. So uh, Mountains just for me was one of those songs that have just stayed with me for quite a while. Like it's a really simple message. It says in Matthew that if you have faith, like the seed, like a mustard seed, that's all we need, like the size of a mustard seed, you can tell the mountain to move and it shall, it shall be moved. The scripture to me has always like stood out as kind of a crazy scripture because I'm like, is faith like a mustard seed? Like, I don't know if you've ever held a mustard seed, but um, I was in Israel a few years ago and I held one and they're like the most... <laughs> Literally tiniest seeds you'll ever, like, you can barely see it. And it's funny that that is what it says. It's like it, it picked one of the most tiny seeds. And I think this is the power of faith. It's, um, it's not about having to need, have this massive, epic, grandiose um, faith. It's about just a heart that says, I don't have a lot, but I, I believe, I trust you. This doesn't make sense, what I'm going through in my life or 
the circumstances I'm facing, but I'm going to trust and I'm going to believe that you are real and that you're good. And this is what I have. It's just like a little, little, little piece of faith. And God takes that little faith and he can move a mountain. And that was, that was how I wrote this song. It was from the inspiration of, of, of that word and, and the trust of that word, because I was going through a hard time myself when I wrote it. And, and here we are, and we've been in a global pandemic and with wars happening around the world and shootings and brutal things and injustice um, and craziness all over. And um, we're in a time in a world where it's hard to find faith. And um, that's why I felt this song needed to come out right now. And um, it's, it's, been, um, it's been a crazy few weeks, actually, like just putting it out because people, you know, like they'll see the Instagram thing, you know, they, they look at, you know, the charts and the trailers and they see all these amazing things. But actually what's been so incredible about this, this kind of release has been the individuals that have been just been writing to me and going like, Jonas, this song is, is speaking to my life right now. It's, it's giving me hope. It's giving me strength. It's giving me faith in the middle of a really tough time. So um, anyway, that's, that's mountains and that's what's been, it's been, it's been a really special time putting out this song for such a time as this, you know. When I'm lost, out on the edge, and all that my eyes can see are a thousand barricades, yeah. What has God surprised you with the most through this song and its release? Um, I think it has been the global momentum because I'm with a label in the US and, and, and just watching how this song has literally traveled. It's being played like on the biggest like, radio stations and the biggest ra- secular radio stations mm-hmm. in, in Europe. Like it's taking off over there and and talking to you in australia and mm-hmm. and in japan like all these countries like in the, around the world for some reason are resonating with this song and i think both believers and those who are yet to be found you know because i think we're all sons and daughters some are found and some are yet to be found um and that's you know we have to remember that we're not two different worlds we're all one world um you know that he so loves and um, and I, I think 
it really, really, really stood out to me because, you know, you can strategize when you release a song and you can, you can hire your like PR people or radio people. You can do all the, all the work, right? With the label and blah, blah, blah. But with this song, honestly, just it's been like water turning into wine. Like, I felt like I just said like, God, here's the song. Here's my heart. And I have no idea. Uh, but I feel like I need to put it out. And that's what we did. And I made the video with <laughs> some friends of mine and we just went to the northern parts of Mexico and we shot this video for a whole week. And we, I mean, we really like wanted to create something beautiful that was going to be inspiring and, and, and just, and really just take people to the place where they could feel like inspire themselves to, to have faith. And uh, we put it out and, and watch what's happening with it. It's just been out a couple of weeks and it's been, yeah, it's, it's been so beautiful. That's, that's really, really cool. Um, I, I know that you've been in the industry for some time now. I know that you're, not, you're normally based in Los Angeles. Is that right? That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, this is a very broad question, so feel free sure. to answer it as briefly as you want. But, okay. But how, can you tell me a bit how, uh, how you got to this point? How does uh, a musician from Sweden move to the mm-hmm. UK and make it to L.A.? and write for the Christian music industry and the quote-unquote secular industry and mm-hmm. then release their own music. How does that happen? No, it's <laughs> a great question. Honestly, just there's one award. It might, it might be, like, cheesy, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. The word is grace. Honestly, like, I just feel like it's God's kindness. It's, it's God's grace. I have, you know, just poured my heart out with my music, you know, like, but there are so many talented musicians out there. There's so many gifted people. Like, the goal could use me, this guy from a small town in Sweden, who is definitely not perfect, but really, like, believe in a perfect God. Like, that's all it is. Like, I just have had this childlike faith, like, in him, like, not in the church, but in him, like, it's, I know the church will fall and fail because we're people, right? But I know that God will never fail us. He will never forsake us. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's good. He's kind. He's faithful. Um, and I've always had this childlike faith in a God like that. And I've had a faith that he would use me. And I said, like, every day has been my prayer just has been like, God, just make me a blessing. Like, that's all I prayed. I'm like, just make me a blessing wherever I am. If that's, you know, with the biggest artists in the world, you know, like, you know, I've had the privilege to work with people like Barbara Streisand, Andrea Bocelli, you know, some of the biggest singers, Celine Dion, or in Christian world, you know, like, it doesn't matter wherever you are. Just a simple prayer, like, God, let me be a blessing. Like, that is, that is actually what I think a life of um, living a life that the Lord looks like. It's not about the Grammys or charts. I mean, it's nice, that stuff. It's encouraging, but that's not the fruit. When I think Jesus says, you will know them by the fruits. That's not the, that's not the real fruit. I think the real fruit is the fruits of the Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's joy, patience, peace, kindness, meekness, self-control. That is, that is how, the true joy. Is finding a life that's lived 
for him, surrendered to him, and and watching, you know, watching him in in every day, in those moments where you just see you see God move, you know, in your life. And and I think that's for me is is, is I told someone the other day, like it's not about reaching the charts, it's about reaching hearts. Mm-hmm. And and I think that is that's my mission with my music. Yes. Yeah. God was literally speaking to me about, in my context, the same thing about the fruits mm-hmm. of the spirit and what, and what that actually means in, as success in, in his last night. And yes. No way. Now, yeah. Oh, deadly serious. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, wow. So that's a little, a little good time and confirmation right there. does your face play in the writing room when you're working with an artist who isn't a professing Christian publicly or, or isn't like releasing overtly Christian content? How do you bring God into that room without being like, look, here's a Bible, unless you want to, obviously, but. No, I think it's a great question, Jess, because I think it's a very, it's a very important topic of what it looks like to be a Christian in 2022, because I think we're in a time which is completely perverted and complicated mm-hmm. and being a Christian has become extremely political, especially yeah. in America where I live, you know, it's, it's suddenly, it's kind of almost like aligned with a flag it really or, is. or a color. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, so I believe in a God who is all colors. I believe in a God who's not a political party, but a God who is literally loves everybody and he loves the world and he loves the church and he's the way, the truth and life. It's, it's, um, you know, like it's, it's, it's been really challenging for me because I, I have such a, a love for the loss and such a love for the people that, that don't know him. And I'm not a typical, like just staying in the little church bubble guy. Like I, I really feel with my music and that's why songs like Not Alone or or The Ones Who Love or Mountains are reaching outside the four walls of the church because I really felt like it's so important that we who have faith and we who are believers are are not staying in our bubble, but that we actually reach out to those um, who are yet to be found. And and it was a few years ago when I, I really felt the Spirit was challenging me saying, Jonas, you have a voice. Like, you need to share it. Like, you have a light. You need to share it. Like, you have the good news inside of you. You need to step out. And you have a calling and an anointing. And you need to not hide. And it was 
challenging because everything inside of me was like, okay, I'm comfortable here, what I'm doing. And I'm, I got my studio, I got my cool house, I got like my friends, I got, you know, my church, all this stuff. And it was like, no, there is a world out there that's are desperate for hope. They're desperate for healing, but they don't know where to find it. And they can try all these things. They can try this. They can try the ayahuasca. They can try the, the, the yoga for, in times for 30 days. They can try the silent retreats. But actually, nothing is going to give them the peace than the peace of Jesus. You know, like He gives us a peace. Only he does. That surpasses all understanding. And that is the peace of God. And that is what I want to bring through our music is, is that people would find that peace. Don't be afraid. Hope's here to stay. The light of the world will light up your way. And all of the angels will keep you safe. the course working in this industry and living in Los Angeles um, while, while like protecting and guarding your heart from the trappings of power and celebrity and fame, knowing that, I mean, even in my small sphere of career, yeah. I, I know uh-huh. how hard it is to like not yeah. come from those things. So how, how do you manage that? No, it's true. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, because it's, I think LA is a, where I live. I mean, it's an extremely like, public city like you're surrounded with celebrities every day i go to my local cafe you know like even harry styles goes to like the cafe down the road from my house you know of course he does. <laughs> like it's, yeah <laughs> beachwood cafe you know like it's, it's it's so you're surrounded in a culture where you, you always want people who are bigger more famous more successful more wealthy and i think it's a problem with our society especially with instagram right now it's like it's a such a comparison culture where where you don't actually look at what God has given you and you don't look at the blessings you have in your own life because you you see what you don't have. And I think that is a challenge with LA because it's so much, the lights are so bright that people actually become blind. Like like the weekend says, like blinding lights. Like that is the city of LA. Like LA is an extremely, you know, although there's so many lights, um, it's a very dark place, to be honest. But the good news is, the darker the night, the stronger the light. The darker the night, the stronger the light. So even in the darkest place and even in the darkest valley, <laughs> we will fear no evil. Uh, and that has been my kind of 
think journey with the ladies, I felt like, yeah, of course it's a tough city, but actually like I've actually felt like my light has shone brighter because I haven't been in, in, in the bubble. I've been in a place where actually like people don't, Jonas, you're, you're, you're so different. Like I need what you're having. Like people walk into my studio or to, into Atlas House and they start crying. They start walking in. Not because I'm so good, but because God's presence is so good. And it's something that is, doesn't exist when you go to the regular recording studio where people are, are, you know, doing the chase. And they get to come into an environment which is set apart and saying, like, and I'm, I'm just praying every day before any artist walks in, if they're believers or non-believers. I'm like, doesn't matter. I'm like, today, Lord, let this be a day of encounter. We will, we will encounter you, encounter your presence encounter your goodness and i found la has been actually for me like so fruitful because it is a dark place mm-hmm. but jesus loves to turn up to dark places amen he actually loves to turn up to broken places he actually loves to turn up to broken people that his his heart is for it's not for the perfect It's not for the ones that have it all figured out. Not for the Pharisees. It's for the broken. Hey, don't cry for me. Don't be afraid. I'll be okay Soon I'm walking on air Without a care I'm leaving today So don't try to keep me By holding me down Don't try to tell me I'm meant for the ground I am an astronaut sailing the stars The moon is where I lift my heart One, if any artist, living or dead, that you haven't yet worked with could sing a song or that you could co-write with so they would sing a song that you've written, who would it be and why? Oh, Gosh, I feel like one of the hardest questions ever. I'm like, who, who can you choose? I know. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, Jess, there's so many. Like, and the crazy part is, like, I've actually got to, like, you know, I was just two months ago, I was with one of my childhood heroes in his house, standing in his living room, like, hanging out and then going to his piano, sitting down, like writing with Andrea Bocelli, who is to me, one of the most gifted, most blessed voices that we have in the world of our time. And God opened up this door where I've been able to write songs for him um, and now with him um, and for his new album. And, and it is at those moments when you just realize that God can use me like, this guy from a small town in Sweden who never went to college, 
like I did like one year of college and never had a music degree, still can't read music to this day. I have no idea. Someone puts a piece of sheet music in front of me. I'm like, no, I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> but the God could use the loser from Sweden. He doesn't know even how to like write classical music. Yeah. But that he could use that guy to work with one of the most famous classical singers in the whole world mm-hmm. is to me grace. And it's to me what God does. Like he takes the simple things. He takes the ordinary and somehow makes it extraordinary. He takes water and it turns it to wine. He takes a couple of loaves and a couple of fishes and he feeds the thousands. And I feel, honestly, Jess, I feel like that with my music. Like I feel like I just give and bring something like from my heart, a couple of <laughs> simple melodies and lyrics, like a couple of bread and loaves and somehow... God has the ability to, to take that, take it and bless it and send it to the world. And, and, and that I get to do this as a job, honestly. Like, yeah. I'm just so grateful. So to think of, like, the big artist, honestly, it doesn't really matter anymore to me. Because what matters to me is just that I, that I will be used by him wherever I am. And if that's with the engineer, you know, the guy who is a jaded maybe kid from Oklahoma in the studio in LA who's just had, had bad experiences with faith. And, and that I just get to go and buy him a coffee and just bless him and make his day a little better. That to me, like, is, that makes me come alive. It's not the celebrity. It's not the big stars, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, it's, it's this feeling of going like, oh, here I am. And, and I'm, and I'm, I'm living a real life. You know, worship is not about songs. Worship is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's not about the big Dav Awards or the CCLI charts or all this stuff. No. It's a life. It's, it's a life of gra- gratitude. It's a life of gratefulness saying, thank you. I see you. You love me. I love you. That's worship. Yes. My last question, if you could go back uh, to speak to that little Jonas who was living in Sweden, mm-hmm. who had dreams yeah. of writing music and yeah. doing what you do now, what would you say yeah. to him? Wow. I mean, I think there's a lot I would say to him, to be honest, Jess, because that kid went through a lot. Like that kid, you know, he was 12. Or 11. He was actually a bullied kid at school. He was not the guy who was good at sport. He was not the guy who was popular with the girls. Like, I was the outsider kid who didn't fit in and would sit and eat lunch with my teachers because I wasn't cool enough to be with the crew. So I would just go and have lunch with the teachers because I felt safe there, you know? And, and that's my story. And that is that I, I didn't fit in. And I really struggled as a teenager. Like, I went through a lot. So I would tell him, um, Jonas, don't, don't worry. Like, everything's going to be okay. Like, keep, 
keep your faith, keep dreaming. Like there's something beautiful around the corner. You're, you're valued, you're loved. Walking through the shadows out here in the night Just need some hope for tomorrow We will be fine In the middle of the valley When you're looking for light I'm right behind you, I'm with you Time after time I got you through and through Cover me, I'll cover you I'm staying by your side We are together, together in this Together we're strong Never alone My brother, my sister Don't give up on hope It's gonna get better Cause we are together Only in the darkness can we really see the stars? You know we don't need a rocket We can travel by heart If you're ever feeling lonely Just close your eyes And within a second you'll find me Right by your side We are together, together in this Together we're strong And never alone My brother, my sister Don't give Jonas is so softly spoken, but he's so passionate and authentic. You sort of want to lean in and be like, what, what do you have to say? What more is there? I, I, I sort of understand why there's a lot of depth and complexity to his songwriting there and how he can write for lots of different people. He seems to be quite empathetic, um, which as I found out recently, there's a gift of the spirit called mercy. Uh, and I wonder... I don't know him personally, really, but I, I wonder if maybe that's a gift that he has a mercy, the ability to empathize, to love, to, to, I don't know, really correlate, be with someone in their pain and their suffering and their story. Um, that would, that would make sense to me, given that his writing room, his studio seems to be a really safe place for people, even if they don't know Jesus, even if they're into things that aren't of God, um, it's quite remarkable. So Jonas, I want to say thank you for your time, um, for delaying your dinner to have a chat with us. And I'm excited to see what's next for you. God has just like done, when I say stupid, just amazing things. Um, I love seeing how faithful God is when we say yes. And I know that our yeses can look different and God's faithfulness looks different. For some of us, our faithfulness is like, it looks a little bit more mundane and unseen and behind the scenes. Um, but it's it's lovely to see someone in LA, which is a very dark place, um, have so much favour in his community and still be unashamedly a Christian. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen elsewhere or elsewhere in LA, but uh, it's quite it's quite cool. Um, and it's, it's cool when I'm hearing about what God is doing in LA and moving through people in LA, LA is quite remarkable. God's just, he's an amazing God. And I know I sounded really overtly cliche Christian then, and I don't mean to, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of darkness in that, 
in that city and in lots of different ways, not just in songwriting, but in lots of different ways, God is moving there. And that, that gives me hope. And it also gives me hope for the church when, like, I see people, there are people who are actively part of it and, like, part of the Christian music industry, but also when we step out of that and we break that bubble or break that shell and we, I don't know, we reach out, we love, we serve, we do our jobs outside of the walls of the church with integrity and, and love. Like, that's where Jesus shines. He uses the church, but he also uses us as the church outside the walls of the church. And uh, that was a very wordy, not not Bible-backed sermon, but all theologically correct, I promise you. <laughs> Jesus wants us to love people. <laughs> Ta-da! Um, that's your takeaway for this for this podcast if you needed one. Um, otherwise, you just picked up some great tracks. Either way, you're winning. So that is all for this episode. But before we move on, you have to connect with Jonas Myron. He is on Instagram and social platforms at Jonas Myron. That is J-O-N-A-S-M-Y-R-I-N. His website is jonasmyron.com and his latest single, Mountains, is available now on all good streaming platforms. All those links are in the show notes. Please reach out to Jonas, give him a follow and let him know what his story meant to you. Uh, there's a lot going on. I'm, I'm curious and happy to see what happens in the future for Jonas. Now, while we're on the subject of social media, have you gone and followed us on social media yet? That would be great. So it feels like a... a virtual high five um we are on instagram and facebook you'll find us at between you me pot we're most active on instagram you can also find us uh on the web do people still call it that i feel so old but uh between you and me pod.com i've just updated it with a bunch of our latest episodes links suggested episodes you you name it, it's there go and check it out um and connect with us say hi let me know what you think let me know if you have any guest suggestions or topics uh this is all about creating and curating a safe space for people to have honest conversations so that we can grow and heal and uh unify together and, and work more towards being who God called us to be, people of justice and mercy and love and humility. Um, we're not perfect at it, but we're trying. We're, tr- we're trying. <laughs> we're trying to get there. Um, that's all for this week. Make sure that you have subscribed to us on your favourite podcast platform. Uh, while you're there, consider giving us a rating, as I always say. But definitely subscribe because in the coming week, we have another exciting episode coming up. It's actually another person who was on my wish list when I started this, Leland. Uh Another prolific songwriter, originally from New Zealand, has a new project coming out and it comes out next week. So I haven't spoken to Leland yet, but it is coming and our turnaround is going to be super quick. So I promise you, you want to subscribe. So as soon as that episode drops, you hear it and you hear new music. So just go search for us on your favourite YouTube platform at Between You and Me podcast. And as always, I mean, the links are in our show notes. If you look at our Instagram, the links are... The links are there for all the different platforms. You get the idea. You know how this works. Content's everything these days. You guys use it all the time. All right. (laughs) That's all. That's all from me. Thank you, friends, for this episode, for hanging with me for a very moderately long hypnosis. I really, really tried to wrap that as quick as I could, but, you know, it's really hard. Um, Thank you for this. I will see you in a week for a new episode with Leland. It's going to be fun. My name is Jessica Morris. Here's to hope. I've been here before, my heart feels so weak. Got this weight upon my chest, and 
I can't stop forgetting My God, you've never left You're right here with me Still I'm convinced you're hiding Oh God, would you remind me That you're still just as good as when I met you You're still just as kind Don't let me forget that you're still the same God Let me through the fire You're still the same God That separates the waters Come here, what only you can do God, I need you You've done this before, will you do it again? Cause the waves are all around me And it feels like I'm drowning My God, will you still reach down and give me your hand? Cause even when I'm doubting Your love, it still surrounds me, oh And you're still just as good as when Still just as kind, don't let